My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Brian. Rana. This is hot off the presses information. Okay. This is huge news. Yeah. The AI Social Club continues to grow beyond all expectation. We have welcomed so many incredible members into the club and continue to. But right now, okay, pardon me, coming up, people yep. have to, if they want to get the September box, we are now accepting members. They have to sign up by September 1st. Anyone that is registered or has signed up for a September box, pardon me, will mm-hmm. be entered to win what I can only describe as the greatest contest gift of all time. This is like, a, this is the, this is what you shoot to the stars for. We is to grab something like even this. be offering this. I'm actually shocked we are, Rana. They are entered to win a five-minute segment on this show, on this very free feed Ask Rana show, where they Correct. can- AMA, ask us yeah. anything, pardon me. If they have advice, questions about Jordan, whatever yeah. they want. Well, well, I mean, Jordan's not, you know, that's Jordan's business. Jordan's not. Right, I guess that's Jordan's true. Jordan's not that's on true. the show. No, he isn't. But You're they right. can ask us whatever they want. If they want to ask an advice question, if they want to kibitz about something, if they want to say, yeah. you know, this thing happened the other day. I'm curious what you thought about it. And we yep. will spend five minutes talking to them about whatever, however, on the show, on the actual show, they will appear here if they are registered for the September box, they're entered to win. So that is AISocial.club. The boxes are going from strength to strength. I literally yesterday was doing my in-the-lab tasting for the August box. Sure, yeah. It's so gorgeous. It's so fun. It's so cute. We're having our white party for August, so watch out, pardon me. But Get your September will be not in any way a step down. I can't wait to start getting into all those fall flavors. Oh. Me too. I got to say, this cocktail club gets better and better and better. We've got Connor. We've got all the hits. Yeah. We've got gorgeous, bespoke cocktail makers and liquor makers. And I got to say, I love it. And he always it's gets such a step on the above. ground floor, Connor, of something that people- Of like the coolest, hottest thing. Well, that's classic ask, Ron. Is that people think, oh, we say something, and then people, a few months later, it becomes the thing. And people say, where did I hear about that? And it's always Yeah, we're not yeah. sending you a bottle of yeah. Jack Daniels, yeah. okay? Yeah. Full-size bottles, full-size candy bars. That's what I'm known That for. look gorgeous on any countertop and taste like- Light well, what you're really doing is building a gorgeous home bar. You're building a bar. Yeah. And we you always build send, a bar. Build you know, a bar. sometimes there's a cute accessory or a coaster. The matchboxes last time people couldn't get over. We sent the leopard as our mascot. We have to name him, by the way. Or her. In any event, yeah. this ad's gone on too long. You get the idea. AISocial.club, AISocialclub.com. We can't wait to welcome you into the Carriage House Club. So exciting. Hi, dearest Te- Testing, testing. Oh. One, two, three. Is your mic working, Rana? I hope. Yeah, me too. Let's see. Yeah. 
I think you know mine's what? working. It might be a little t- loud though. I'm going to fly free and I'm not even going to test it. Well, I have a little. I oh, you're this. very quiet now. I can barely hear you. Oh, I have a little something to something. It's still quiet. Really? Oh, you, unless you're going to sing, you better keep it low. No. So what I was going to say. Okay, perfect. I don't mean to cause controversy. Well, but I how think could our, you possibly? Well, I think our listeners would be interested to know because they enjoyed it on Instagram that just before we started recording, I saw a summer fly fly uh, past Rana again. Did they on the Instagram show me killing the fly? No, it was people just talking about the fact that you killed the fly. Oh, they I were like they, they showed were, they it on it was... the Instagram and I thought I was going to have to fire Dante again. And that no. is, I told you it's August. I don't fire people in August. I don't have the energy. They liked your reaction to having a fly. My, my wretch. I you're wretched. wretched. You're wretch. Well, I hope you're God, wrong. that's an awful word, but it really is a good it's onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. No yeah. question. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone today and I didn't have the hat to tell her. She kept referring to ovulation instead of ovulation. I knew someone who used to say bosom instead of bosom. <laughs> Ooh, Drew Drogi. <laughs> no, my friend's professor in college. Oh, Tom Ford's bothering me again. Which Tom Ford? Both of them, to be right. honest. Well, one lost his one husband. One of them's Lana. bothering them because he just <laughs> lost his husband and he wants to dress me for the Emmys and I'm not having it. That's the first problem. Wait, Tom Ford? The Tom Ford. Wants to dress you for the Emmys? Of course. Wait, you're going to the Emmys? Of course I'm going to the Emmys. You're going to be they in ha- LA? Aren't they having it this year? Well, yeah, but Rana. No, the, hacks, the hacks girls invited me. And the Paul. one who we I had on the say show, the Axe girls. What I meant by the girls was in my mind Hannah was Lucia and, and Jen and Hannah, of course. Who we had on the show, but it was really Paul and Lucia and uh, and Jen who invited me. But Rana, I know all three of them, and we had Lucia on the show and Hannah on the show. We absolutely did, and Paul is in is coming. He's inclement, in- inclement weather. Inclement super, downs. Superstorm, Paul downs. A downpour. A downpour. <laughs> I can't wait. It is going to be a real downspour. It's going to be a downspour. He should play a weatherman. He would be so good as a weatherman. He would be so funny, but also poignant, but also so handsome to play He'd a weatherman, weatherman whose life is falling apart and he has to, and he, but funny. LA story. LA story. Yeah, exact. That's the exact genre I'm talking That's the yep. exact genre I'm talking about. That kind of a tone. Ha- Yes, I'm with you. Everything because that's a little bit what his character's like on Hacks, where he has to keep it together and everything's falling apart around him all the time, and then he has to get back together again. He's under high stress, and he is so terrific on the show. And can we get back to um his big scene in the finale where he quits Jerry Maguire? But could we get back to the Emmys? Well, I don't know if I'm going to go. I don't want to wear Tom Ford, and I haven't heard back transferable? from a few of the other people, so I'm not sure. I'm trying. I'm looking for a chic tent, and if I can find one, I'll go. And if I oh, can't, so Tom Ford isn't making one right now. 
Well, he wants to make one for me. Oh, but you nice. know me. He wants to put me in some kind of a jumpsuit, leopard tight to the body, right. you know, with a cinch. He wants me to look like Catwoman. Well, Rana, if, and I'm if tired you decide, of what everybody else wants. If you decide not to go in the tickets transferable and Tom Ford is transferable, I could figure out a way to none sort of, of it's ease that burden for you. Yeah, none of it's transferable. I don't think. Do you think that maybe should I reach out to Lucia? And Hannah? Oh, God, I would In case they maybe forgot? Oh, God, I wouldn't. They're so busy. Well, I know she's They're a mother and she's working on the next season. And, she had right. a baby. Yeah, right, She's right. an Emmy winner already four or five times over. And now she's right. got the pressure of the double Pete, the two Pete. Right. Three Pete would be next year. Right. When she has her three Pete. Right. It's a lot to think about. Well, what about should I email? Who should I? I guess who should I email? Jen? God, I'd email Hannah probably. You would? Yeah, I'd probably DM her. I mean, does she check her DMs? I don't know. I mean, I do know because she and I have a DM relationship, but would she check her DM from someone new? I don't know. Well, I've met her, Rana. We talked, Rana. But you know how it is. They come in and out of the carriage house. They come in here. They act like they're absolutely our best friends, and we never hear from them again. Well, at least it'll be Cody Rigsby was my best friend for six weeks. Yeah, he's still like delivered. Now he's on top of the world. He's in Mykonos with no shirt on. He's in Brooklyn with no shirt on. He's in Fire Island with no shirt on. He's in Peloton with no shirt on. Sure, he's covered all. I want the record to reflect. I knew Cody Rigsby was it before everyone else knew Cody Rigsby was it. You did before, certainly before ABC knew. He was he was on here before he was on Dancing with with the the Stars. Stars. Rana? I haven't heard from the skater. Who's the skater? Adam, have you got any grape upon? I haven't, heard, I haven't heard from grape upon. Oh, God. Rana? I also haven't contacted him, but I haven't heard from him. Rana? Yeah. So as can we talk about the Emmys for a second? Not really. Well, so um, if you're going to be in L.A., you're, or do you want to stay with me? This? Oh, God, no. But thank you, dear. This can I stay with you? Is, Maybe because I usually do have a two bedroom suite wherever I stay. Okay, so, so then I'll stay with you. Want to do a slumber you. party when I? You know what we could do? You could stay at my room and watch the Emmys, and then when I come home, that'll be perfect for me. Actually, no, well, I could when I, you at the- when I come home from the ceremony and all the parties, I will of course be at the HBO Max party, and I'll be at the. But those parties are usually bigger than the ceremony, so surely someone could get party. me. Into- I may not go to the Netflix party. I don't know if I have that kind of stamina this right. year. But I'll go to hop to hop to hop to hop. And then when I get home, mm-hmm. you can have a big bowl of popcorn waiting. And we can do a debrief on the night. And we'll talk about what you saw on TV versus what happened. Hysterical that you think a bowl of popcorn would still be full by the time you get back. That's You'll the funniest have to part pop so one fresh. I'll text you when I'm on the way back. Rana? Jiffy pop. Yeah. Oh, on the stovetop of your two-bedroom suite. <laughs> Rana. Well, there is a kitchenette, yeah. Usually the parties you get to invite more people than at the oh, ceremony. Not, but it's not my party. Right. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. I'm not worried. We I think like it's like you always say, like out. we just don't stress about it. And we'll you know, fe- you, you always like to buy plane out. tickets last minute. It'll all yeah. be fine. <laughs> it'll yeah. all work out. It'll all be fine. You really want to come? Yeah, I'd love to, Rana. And you haven't received any invitations on your own? Fox well, News hasn't invited Cynthia you to their hasn't, party? I mean, I haven't really been home. I've been in Boston. Cynthia hasn't checked my mail. You don't think she yeah. would steal my invitations, do you? Non-transferable. But what about That's Fox true. News? They haven't invited you anything? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm patiently waiting. <laughs> 
I thought for sure. Do you sure think Fox they have News. an Emmy party? <laughs> well, you're on that show on Fox. I thought Fox News might have invited. I'm not you on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Does does that mean that now Disney I want to see Paul as a as a weatherman? Me too. The downspour. I'm going to get sad if I don't see the downspour. Me too. The yeah. downspour report. Yeah. All right. Well, what about anything- Disney? What about Disney? You had a question. Oh, something about does no, Disney own somebody? Is what you wanted to know. The answer is probably Mickey Mouse. Yes. You know, it's interesting. You should ask because their rights on Mickey Mouse expire. What are you In talking about? In about 10 years. Yeah. Why don't they have like permanent rights? Dante. Oh, no. Look Dante, it up. You better get this right is all so I'm saying. So this is That's one my of best those advice strange today. things. It's sort of like, if I understand it correctly, Dante's going to find out. Uh, and actually, I guess today may know the answer to this because she knows all about cartoon characters and things like that. They owned Mickey Mouse. Let's say like when you do a hundred year lease on a building. Yeah. Or a song that becomes a public domain. Sure. I think that Disney Like Happy Birthday finally became. They don't really own Mickey Mouse. They have like a lease on him for 77 years or something. Wow. Abigail Disney, what are you going to do? Did I get an answer? She's wonderful, by the way. Who's Abigail Disney? She's like the Disney daughter, but she's cool as hell. Oh, yes. She's doing lots of good things. Yes. Here we go. Mickey Mouse will enter the public domain in the year 2024. Can you see when Minnie Mouse will? Um, Yeah. Check Minnie. Well, let's guess. See if this means divorce. If he's 2024, how many years later do you think Minnie Minnie came along? You think it was that long? Maybe not. I think 10 years later, maybe eight to 10 years later, she came along. Almost nine. Steamboat Willie was the first iteration of Mickey Mouse. So that's what we're talking about here. But maybe it was 20 years before Minnie entered the picture. Almost. How long, Dante, until they said he needs a girlfriend? They said he's he's too gay. We better get him a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he up to see that permanent? How come he's still single, is what they asked. Right. He's he's still dancing by himself. First October 1928. He's on a boat with all those people. After which the copyright on an anonymous or pseudo anonymous body of artistic work expires. What's anonymous about it? Minnie Minnie was was also also the same year. And. So 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 she became his girlfriend pretty quickly. Well, it's never clear to me what the relationship is between them. And I told you I went to Disney and Minnie was all over Mr. Cleveland. She's very flirty, Rana. All tried to sit on his lap. What are we doing? Are you serious? Tried to sit. Yeah, she does that thing where she sort of Marilyn Monroe's puts two hands on her knees and their skirt flies up. Yeah. Minnie. Yeah. This isn't what we're supposed to She's talk about. None of this really is what we're supposed to This okay. episode, though, is the rare episode that mm. will come out a couple of <gasps> days after we record it because She-Hulk is currently oh, streaming. Attorney at law. She-Hulk Attorney at Law, speaking of Disney There's Plus, no, is currently streaming yes. on Disney Plus. There's no better title for a show in the world. It's the best. She-Hulk it Attorney at Well, it's best. the most Jessica Gow thing you could ever hear. I can't wait to uh, really come. She's coming on in a minute, and we're going to chat with her, but she is the uh, creator for television of She-Hulk. We're going to hear all about it, but she'll know. Do you think she has an it. extra Emmy invite? Oh, God, I doubt it. Okay. They don't Do you invite, think it would be rude to they ask They don't her? invite the cartoon people to things. Well, she's not a cartoonist. No, but Marvel, you know, cartoon. 
you know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Comic book, cartoon, you right? Know. Cartoon, yeah, yeah. Cartoon, sure. cartoon, 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 cartoon. Have you have you ever had your name written in a cartouche? Like a dessert? No, like a cartouche, a hieroglyphic. Oh, I had never heard of that word. No, like like in Egypt. What do you mean? You've never heard of a cartouche? Now you're going to make me look it up. A cartouche. And I've also never heard of whatever that souffle is that sounds like cartouche that they do in New England. Excuse me. There's some or in Rhode Island they do some dessert that that sounds like that, like kashasha. I don't. I ignore me. I don't know what I'm talking about. What? Nothing. Are you talking about? It's wait a minute. Not cohog. I was going to say Kawag. Not Kawag. A cartouche, which of course I'm correct about, is in Egyptian hieroglyphics when a royal name, you know, that's how they partially decoded the hieroglyphics. They knew it was a name when it was So the name Brian is a cartouche? No. A cartouche is when you take some hieroglyphics and then they happen to be, you're looking at hieroglyphics and they happen to be circled in an oval or oval, whatever that verb is and shaded. So, you know, it's almost like highlighting. Like when they write your name on a piece of rice. Who's they, Brian, in that scenario? They have people at the Santa Monica Pier who do that. They'll write your name right on a piece of rice. Oh, are they writing in hieroglyphics? I'm talking about hieroglyphics. You know, I honestly just don't know sometimes. I just don't know. Well, I didn't know my name was a hieroglyph. It's not, unless you pay for it to be. You can pay to get hieroglyphic? Of course, you can get a necklace that's a cartouche. Do they put in the pyramids? Yeah, they write Brian, you know, one bird, two stones, one, one, you know. <laughs> two Brian's, staff. one cup. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. Only the Steamboat Willie iteration of Mickey Mouse is going to public domain. Okay, that's very interesting. But what about a year later, Dante? So what is happens? it just Steamboat Willie or is it Mickey? Are they only losing Steamboat Willie or are they losing Mickey? I have to say, uh, no one's got anything to worry about with well, Steamboat that's Willie all going losing, to public domain because fine. he was yeah. not j- janky as hell. No big, as they say. He was very oh skinny, God. Steamboat Willie. He didn't have a cute tummy yet like Mickey. What do you think of um, adults who dress like Minnie and Mickey for Halloween? Rana. Yeah. My computer my, my computer disc skipped a little bit on that one, I have oh. to say. Because I was trying, I was doing, you know, I do you ask me a question, my and then my brain starts to do a, re, a web crawl, of yep. course. Right. Into all of the cavities and file cabinets and cabins and into the RAM to figure out what I think <laughs> about something. Ram. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out if there was a way that I could say something positive about that. Oh, I see. And it took a little too long. I was no way to because you know, there's one or two listeners out there. Malus probably has a pair of Minnie Mouse ears. You know, these Disney's people, and they they're desperately hanging to think, is Rana going to tell me it's okay? And the answer is, you know what? It's really not okay to be a child after you're a child. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful to be a child. Wonderful to enjoy some of the things from your childhood. Really not okay to spend the day as a child once you're an adult. Rana, our guest is here. Certainly not a sexy child. Our guest is here, but I do want to say one thing. (laughs) Yeah. The kiki is tomorrow. Shut the front door. Our white party to kick off the Labor Day weekend is tomorrow. You also only have- I feel so sad for all these people that aren't going to be there. Well, you want to know what's sadder is you only have two days left to sign up for the September 
Cocktail Club. September 1. September 1. Till the end of the day, you have to sign up for September. But the important thing about September is not only that it's fabulous and what a cocktail we have. I have to say, the White Party's fabulous. We're going into Labor Day for the White Party. But the September cocktail says, shuts the door on summer and opens the door on fall. And by the way, if there's anything more beautiful than summer, it's fall. Fair enough. Yeah, I I do love fall. But more importantly, anyone who has signed up for September club membership. You got two more days. I'm reminding people. Yeah. They're nominated. They're in the pot. You know, I'm going to put for the AMA for the AMA. They can win. I don't know why I'm giving. Why am I giving this away? I have no idea why I'm doing it. You're in a really good. I don't want to talk to these people. What did I get so generous for? It's an AMA. Someone can come on the show for five minutes. I'm going to set a timer. If I decide they can stay longer, that's up to me or you. But they can talk to us about whatever. I you have a that. question loaded. Was that the night? I know, read this I in the paper you, today, Rana. What do you think? You know, that's what they make. They get to be you for five. My minutes. timeline gets a little weird sometimes, but so yeah. tell me if I could be wrong. But I think the morning that you said you wanted to do an AMA mm. was that night I heard you screaming. There must the have night been a, before. Must have been a a uh, cicada in my yard. No, I, I don't think screaming. so because Mr. I think Mr. You, Cleveland was here, and I heard you need to drop this screaming situation. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Three You're or right. four episodes now that you brought this up. You're right, Rana. And You're no, right. no. Maybe one, I was screaming. No one talks about all the shrieking that comes out of your out of your. But location. my shrieking is fear. It could be anything: keening, shrieking, sighing. Uh, shrieking for me is just a whatever. reaction to anything. <laughs> the microwave beeping, whatever exactly. it is. I yeah. do hate that, and you share that with me, Rhonda. So don't lie. You hate that sound too. Absolutely do. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Five stars. Five stars only. Jessica uh, Gow. Or did we have anything else, Rhonda? Any new business? No. Any unfinished business? We did have some fun. Um, we keep not reading our follow-ups and our other stuff. And I do wish we would get to that. But well, do you want to read run now do? or is Jessica going to? I don't know. What's she going to do if we keep awaiting? You know? yeah, okay, let's bring her in. Let's bring her in. Should we? I don't know, Ron. Okay, before we let her in, let's just. Yeah. I feel we've been a little delinquent with the people that really live here. Yep. So let's just do a couple of quick comments and we have three quick, 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 not so quick follow-ups and then we're going to bring her in. And then everything is She-Hulk attorney at law after that. That's right. Yeah. Our first comment is from Aladdin Sane 12. Oh. I like the the thing of putting Aladdin and Insane together. Don't you dare yeah. close your eyes. <laughs> everything I've ever needed in the podcast. Ron and Brian are the wisest advice givers I know of and the only ones who have the gall to berate their letter writers for everything from their poor grammar to poor life choices. I wouldn't say we berate, do we? Oh, everything from. Yes. Yeah. Not everything. Oh, but, for everything from. You're right. Yeah, You're right. But of everything. course, we absolutely do berate them. And it, and that's part of <laughs> the deal here. It absolutely is. If you do not like it here, do not stay. <laughs> <laughs> the show is equal parts hilarious and enlightening. And I always walk away from an episode feeling just a tad bit cozia. Classia and brassia. Laren Marie, five stars. Laren. L-A-R-Y-N. Okay. I honestly don't larynx. know. What, larynx, the larynx. And I do just want to put this in there very quickly. I feel mm. sorry for anyone 
anyone who did not hear Rana's campfire retelling of the great oh, molasses yeah. tidal wave of Massachusetts yeah. flood, I guess. Yeah, the great molasses flood of 1919, which is on the Patreon. It was on last week, oh too. When this comes out, it'll be two or three weeks earlier. It is the perfect episode. way to join to listen to that horror story. It I have insane. to agree. People were absolutely flabbergasted. Yeah. And Scarlett Curtis, who I have not heard from, oh. had been asking for an ASMR episode. And if there that you wasn't go, one, I don't know what is. Play that tonight while is. your family's d- doing jigsaw puzzles yeah. or well, Wordle or Well, she's been busy. Her daughter Betty had a second birthday. Oh. Her red poodle. Oh, well, Go that's on, sweet. please. Yeah. You got it. Uh, cinnamon poodle. They call it cinnamon, don't they? So sweet. Yeah. Lauren Marie says, five stars. I, uh, five stars, excuse me. That's how she spelled it. I honestly don't know what my favorite part of this podcast is. The incredible advice. The laughs. My toddler's dance to the upbeat intro. My 11-year-old's Rana accent. Brian and Ronner's banter. Or just hearing my husband LOL when he's tuned in. It's all delightful. I wish the whole world would listen. Planet Earth would be a much classier place if we all tuned in. Thank you for making me a better hostess and for feeling less crazy when dealing with other humans. Also, I've never been happier that I've visited Vienna. Oh. Rana takes me back every time with her beautiful descriptions of the city. Kiss, kiss. And Joe, I have 43, been planning 13. My, uh, I've been planning my visit to Vienna with baby Your Steve next, next winter, yeah. I'm trying to decide what the perfect Zhivago look is for Steve. Right. And it's going to have a lot to do with how her curls play out. So we'll, well then see. I hope it's all faux, yeah. Rana. I hope it's all faux. Oh, well, I hope Joe, it's all, I hope it's all warm. <laughs> says the best. Pardon me. The best co- podcast around. Love my double dose of Rana Brian each week. Proud chip from the start. I find myself putting on old episodes just to hear your voices. Kiss, kiss. Thank you, Joe, dear. <gasps> Joe, are you kidding? All right. We've got oh. a couple of, should we do our, our follow-ups real follow-ups. fast? Yes, yes. Oh, but someone did write us a letter just to say how fabulous we were. Dear Rana and Brian, I just wanted to send an email saying thank you for your podcast. I, of course, already left a review, and I always rate five yeah. stars, but I felt it's not enough. I just want to acknowledge how this podcast does so much for its fans. No apostrophe in that it's. I mean, there should be an, there, they put an apostrophe in that it's, but there's no apostrophe yeah. as long as we're berating people. Yeah. Ron and Brian truly love their fans and it shows it each week. What other podcast, what other podcasts, what, what other, other podcast, podcast offers office. prestigious guests, perfect answers to listeners' questions, the coffee, the AR social club, and an informative Instagram. None that I know of except for Ask Rana. Your hard Rhetorical work is, question. your hard work is seen. And we fans are thankful. Kiss, kiss, cat. P.S. I still follow the advice you gave me on going gray. I haven't touched a box of colors since. Oh, remember that? That was early on. Early. That was like with Paget, wasn't it? You know what's funny? Uh, I had Adam in the Patreon carriage house the other day because you had been called away to Hollywood. Yes. And Adam, who I love. That's a guest would, I can get on board with. We And he got to read a letter, which everybody loves to listen to his trained voice lead. I do read, love his read voice. Read a letter. I'm so uh, wonderful. But we were talking about how many episodes we've done. Do you realize we've done, I can't even, a million episodes, almost 300 episodes, maybe? Isn't that amazing? Between the Patreon When you combine and this. them. But what's even more amazing is that I feel like we almost 
always remember whatever letter people are referring to. You're right. But what's they touch even more, us. What's even more, it's true. It stays in the computer. But what's even more amazing is what I keep forgetting to say to people, which is if you have the nerve to write to oh. us again and reference an old episode and not look up the number yeah, and not say, as mentioned in episode 36, yeah. as you answered my letter on episode 155, Correct. whatever it is, yeah, don't come back. Do you That's understand? Right. Addendum, addendum. Tony um, and Mimi have plenty to do, okay? Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't have to go scurrying through three episode, three questions each episode plus Patreon. Write it, cite it, and by a cite at the next board C-I-T-E, meeting, Josh, a citation at the next board meeting, Josh, take a vote as to whether this should be in the style guide. Yeah, I think he may have mentioned it in the style guide. To be okay. honest with you, you're yeah. right. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, quickly read these follow-ups. Then we've got to let our little friend in. This was from the letter writer. God, I have to be honest with you. Scarlett Curtis's episode with you, Rana, got a lot more traction than I wanted it to. I will be honest with you. You People know, she's, are still a, mentioning she's it. a sleeper agent. Don't I know it? Yeah. She, to me, is atomic Char- Charlize Theron and Atomic Bomb. Blonde. She's that kind. Atomic blonde. blonde. Atomic Blonde. That's right. Yeah. Not Atomic Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron and Scarlett. This person's writing to Scarlett as if she's here again. Well, she knows Scarlett's listening. Whoever, whoever this is that's writing in, he or she knows Scarlett. You know, if I listening. didn't love Scarlett so much, she would be on really thin ice with me. Yeah, she'd be on blast. Do they say that? She'd anymore? be on blast. They do. I do. Yeah. Ron and Scarlett. Well, you sure had me pegged. Everything you said was oh, this is the one about the letter writer who was nervous about befriending. Yeah, now I'm gonna be friends with my neighbor. My neighbor's gonna want to hang out all the time. And I, I wanna make a friend, but also I just wanna be able to be on my own in my own Correct. house, as Correct. everyone else in the world is. Yep. Yeah. Ron and Scarlett. Well, you sure had me pegged. Everything you said was spot on and helped me laugh at my social anxiety in sh- such a way that made me feel more relaxed about my new friend. Oh. I especially loved Rana saying, the whole world is in a cruise boat party parked right outside your front door. It's true. That's pretty good. Is everyone going to notice I didn't come out to the party? No. <laughs> they're not. Since she read my letter, I've gone with my neighbor to the town Fama's Market. She, by the way, when I'm saying Fama's, she's spelling it that way. Fama's okay? Market, yeah. We're in Massachusetts, too, out for lunch, on a walk with her and her dogs before work, and on a double Whoa. dinner date with our husbands. Intimate. This is this is all in. This is headed for a foursome. Unlike headed me, for what, headed Bob for and Carol and Ted and Alice, exactly. Yeah. Unlike me, she's so relaxed, I feel comfortable declining invites every now and then because she isn't the type to take it personally. I learned a lot from observing Great. my anxieties around this neighbor and from your thoughtful understanding and slightly roasting advice. You say we letter writers come to you because we're desperate, but your advice is so excellent that I can't imagine why we would turn to anyone else. Kiss, kiss, Mel. Fabulous. Cute. We have one more update. I'm reading it because I love Do this it, guy. Warner. Now, this was from Peter Kim's episode, okay? Yes. And the guy had, uh, he was taking care of his dad and his mother had passed away and he wanted to redo his yard, but he didn't know he didn't know whether it was worth splurging or not splurging. And he just was having a hard time, if I recall correctly, doing something for himself when he had spent so much time taking care of everybody else and worrying about everybody else. 
An update for the illustrious, industrious duo. I've been waiting for the right time to write a follow-up worthy of the podcast. Thank you both so much for your insights back in the winter. They truly meant so much to me. You asked if I received a refund for the lake house I rented around my cousin's wedding, but missed due to COVID. Right. I booked that for me and six other family members. That was an emotional and financial loss for me, but they had a blast at least. None of them chipped in. In any case, Ron yeah, was that's... absolutely right about needing a break and a change of scenery. I took my first getaway from my college friend's 40th birthday in March and really felt rejuvenated. By April, I began digging out and laying a patio in my backyard, also a great workout, as well as working with a landscaper to beautify my property. I hope you enjoy the photos I attached. In May, I threw a big outdoor birthday party for my sister and me. And I used the gold belly gift card you sent me towards Very a decade nice. cake. Terrific. I just sent Cynthia Dupree Sweeney an Ina Gotten coconut cake for her birthday off gold belly. She's off on gold, gold belly. belly now. Yeah. Fabulous. That's what made me mention it, Brian. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if, you know. <sighs> this August, I finally took a full week of vacation. The first leg of my journey was to a houseboat I rented in Baltimore with my dog. Huh. So we could sightsee, shop, and just relax. We arrived in time to sit on the window above the bed, uh, to sit on the deck for an hour. And then the rains came. We retreated into the cabin. And suddenly, the window above the bed was leaking onto the mattress. Oh, boy. And the ceiling in the kitchen was leaking buckets all over the cabins. Oh, God. The cooktop and the floor. The owner offered me some BS, he said, the whole word, reduction to stay and tough it out. But the forecast was stormy all weekend. No, thanks. I was out of there, but at least I got a full refund this time. My vacation wasn't a total wash though. I spent the middle of the week at the beach with my family and I was delighted by a surprise visit from the cousin whose wedding I had to miss last September. Isn't she lovely? I finished my vacation with a promising first date with a very charming man. This person's living. The chemistry was mutual and we're planning a second date now. Overall, I'd say the vacation was a win. No My luck with rentals, notwithstanding. These last few months have certainly been a reminder that life will always deal some ups and downs, but I'm feeling more myself and eager to keep engaging with the world and the people who matter to me. I remain your loyal and dedicated listener. Five stars only. Much love to you both. And baby Steve. Scott, P.S. He attached these fabulous photos. The last photo I attached is of me and my mom the day I was born. I had it blown up and framed recently. It's easier now to feel the love more than the grief. And I just wanted to share a little of that love with you too. Thank you again so much. What a sweet That's person. wonderful. That's I'm wonderful. so sorry I'm so, his John yeah. Grisham romantic comedy fantasy of... Uh, the houseboat didn't work out, but the rest of it sounds fabulous. He's such a, you know, I'm so glad the New York Times published that op-ed of his opinions on Roe versus Wade. I really thought that was so important, and I'm glad you know what? Did I didn't manage to read it. Oh, Rana, it's excellent. If you liked, well, you know, he was a small town lawyer. If you liked Skipping Christmas by John Grisham, you will love this op-ed <laughs> on whether women should get abortions or not. Uh, is he pro-life? You know, Rana, he always thought he was, but it turns out he's not really. It was so interesting. It was fascinating. Really. He's pro-choice or pro-life. He thought pro-choice. he was. He thought he, thought he was, he was pro-life. pro-life. 
He thought it until you know the court cases, you know, and then you know he knows a court case, Ronnie. A legal scholar. He's a legal scholar. Correct. Yeah. So it's very interesting. He's not just a country lawyer. He's a he's he's legal. He's like a notch above anyone on the Supreme Court, you know. He's like Ruth Bader Ginsburg's like fantasy of what a, a judge well, would be. Well, at this point, I'd rather have him on the Supreme Court, to be honest with you. Yeah. I wish they'd, if they had nominated him, we'd be in yeah. better shape. Him uh, and uh, who's the other one? Uh, really, any of them. The Lincoln lawyer, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Anyone who's done that. Yeah. <laughs> Bosch. Bosch. Is he a, is get he a him lawyer? On there. Nora Billy Roberts, Bob, put her Billy on Billy Bob. What's his show called? Oh yeah, he's a it's Bosch, isn't it? That was disbarred in that. Now he's it's someone else. Oh, the Good Wife. No, but let's put Juliana Magalies on there. While we're well, at by it. the way, speaking of attorneys, how about She Hulk attorney at law, Rana? How about it? Let's get her in here. Let's get her in here. Attention, Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor Dirt FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Now, wait a minute. Oh, my God, Rana. This is like hot, hot, hot. This is called a get. Yeah, this This is is a hot. This is a hot potato right out of the oven. This this is the most anticipated show of the year. This is the show that premiered to gangbusters reviews and ratings. A million tomatoes. And on the good, not the splats. No, the fresh, fresh, fresh. Fresh. And you know that you know you weigh around a beefsteak tomato. I love a beefsteak tomato, especially when they're a little bit white in the middle. Oh. I am so excited. This is, we should really be enemies with this person because as you'll recall, at the beginning of the life of this podcast, we had a producer named Yusung. Yes. Oh, right. She's our enemy, Rana. And She-Hulk attorney at law snatched him right out of our hands. She took him right out of our lives. About a minute after we launched the podcast. You know what do I got to say? And we had to scramble. To find an all Jack or Jill of all trades. We had to spend to almost half him. a million dollars. So just got, I don't know if you have cash or a check or whatever, but it was a crazy search. Jessica Gao is here. Jessica Gao, creative for television. I don't know what we're calling you because it was a comic book previously, but the head writer, creative for television, fabulous, extraordinaire, Jessica Gao, she Hulk attorney at law. The hottest show on TV. Hi, Jessica. It's so good to see you. It's a pleasure, an honor, a dream to be here. This is so exciting. Tonight is the second. Now, people don't know we're in the time machine. This this is going to come out next Tuesday, which will, the second episode of She-Hulk will be out already already by then. Well, it already come out, came out today. Yes, because it comes out on Thursday. Yes, My point is, I've seen the first. I haven't seen the second. I see, I see. And when this podcast speak drops... 
Yeah. I don't know if you know what that means. So basically yeah. that means when the podcast episode comes out, Jessica, yeah. when this oh. episode <laughs> drops, because oh. I have another podcast too, so I know, when this podcast <laughs> drops, uh, it will have, it will, episode two will have been out for a few days. So if you haven't I watched see. it yet, watch it now. I feel like such a podcast insider now. There's yeah. so much to know about this industry. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's such an oh. dynamic, exciting, you yes. know, it's a frontier. It's like a total frontier. <laughs> it's a total frontier. No one had ever spoken into microphones and put it over the airwaves before. Is there a reason you decided to do this as a TV show instead of a podcast? Well, I just, you know, I am not a pioneer. <laughs> I am so, you know, I'm not innovative like you you guys are. So I had to go with the traditional dinosaur, dying dinosaur of media. <laughs> this show. Oh my is, God. I am show. so excited to see where the show goes because it's the pilot, so obviously, okay, we're in the Marvel universe, sure. right? MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, as they right. call it. And so they had to spend a lot of time catching everybody up to who She-Hulk is, what she's about, How and she what became. she's going to be about. Mm-hmm. And I have not read the comic book, of course, so I don't know. I w- am very curious how much you stuck to her essence and how much you decided to bring of your fabulous self to it. Because I see, I don't know whether you and She-Hulk were twin souls to begin with or whether you you imbued her with that. But there is so much of fabulous you in this show. It is funny. It's sassy. It's smart. It's breaking boundaries the way that, uh, you know, in the universe. And I just, I love it. And she's fabulous. And I can't think of who who else could have been She-Hulk. How she's cool. incredible. She's yeah. perfect. She is a, what a perfect, cast. perfect human being, perfect actor, perfect And choice. those curls. I know. Yeah. I know. She's a tiny, teeny, tiny little nothing. And then she <laughs> becomes a giant uh, attorney at law. With with a blowout. With a Brazilian yeah. blowout. <laughs> yes, exactly. If I didn't know who she was and I just read the name, I would think she was like a Russian gold medalist figure skater. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it I turns think out she like easily only, could have been. Yeah, only I one think of the she most chose TV actresses in the world. Yeah. Yes, but I think if she had chosen anything else, I think she is a uh, supremely talented uh, person, and that she could, she puts her mind to something. I bet she could do it. Yeah. Oh, She's yeah. Like I told. I. I yeah. th- yes. I think she she spared the uh, Olympic world. Um, you know, <laughs> their greatest competitor by deciding to go in going into acting. So How the, much Jessica Gow is is in She Hulk is what I want to know. Oh, I mean, I I put my entire soul into it. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a lot. You know, She Hulk has had a over forty year uh, run uh, in the comics. So there's when been was she? Runs. When did she come into the world? I'm the, I am curious what the sort of what was happening in the world when they said we need She Hulk. Well, it was actually kind of a a business decision. So, oh. um, like you know, we were talking about Minnie Mouse earlier. Yeah. Because Steamboat, because Mickey's uh, copyright's about to come it's up about to in be 2024. Public yeah. Oh boy, what are they? What are my what are my overlords going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's just Steamboat Willie. But we were, and then we started thinking: Did Minnie start from the beginning with Mickey? How did she that work? But anyway, did. Yeah. back to She-Hulk. So uh, you know, in the seventies, there was the Incredible Hulk TV series. Yeah. Um, do I ever? <laughs> and it Bruce was Bruce Banner, the thighs uh, on him. 
Although uh, in the show, remember, they changed his name to David Banner because they thought the name Bruce was a little too feminine. Oh, that's right. Oh, he was sure. David Banner. Yes. Well, that's when yeah. Bruce's were florists and hairdressers yes, yes, and that yes. kind of thing. It's funny. Yes. Bruce is not a feminine name in any way to me. But it was in the 70s. Funny. Yeah. Um. So that was doing really well. And then, uh, you know, the bionic woman had come out. Yes. Uh, as a show. And so Lindsay then, Wagner. Mm-hmm. So then Marvel thought, well, it's, it's only a matter of time before they make a, a female Hulk TV show. And then we won't have the rights to that. So then they were like, we better beat them to market. We oh. have to make a female version of the Hulk oh. before TV does it. That way they have to get the rights from us. Okay. And so. But in, then it never did materialize as a TV show. No, it didn't. Yeah. Um, so Stan Lee, this was the last character uh, Stan Lee created for Marvel Comics. Wow. Oh, he and, did himself. Mm-hmm. And so the, but he only did one issue. So the very first issue, which was published in February, 1980, the Savage She-Hulk um, was written by Stanley, And oh. then after that, David Anthony crafted like kind of the rest of that original run. Um, in the late 80s, John Byrne, uh, you know, because then the run like finished and it kind of lapsed. And then in the late 80s, John Byrne uh, took over and started a new run with, called the Sensational She-Hulk. And that is like the most iconic run. Like that okay. is the look of She-Hulk that we know. That is the okay. sassiness, the personality. That was when it became a comedy that uh, he was the one who gave her the ability to break the fourth wall that made it super meta. And right. So that's, and that was all yeah. in the comic book. That was not Fleabag. Yes, correct. And also Just in case anyone <laughs> wants to accuse you of that. I don't know if anyone has, but that, you know, everything's Fleabag, Fleabag, Fleabag. Uh, well, actually, whatever, yeah. because this is Marvel, everybody accuses us of uh, copying Deadpool. Sure. Oh, him? Mm-hmm. No, I'll yeah. take this. Yes, him. I'll take this. Okay. I d- yes, yeah. please. I doubt it. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but even in the comics, she did it before he did in the comics by like a decade. Right. Yeah, but she did it before him backwards in heels. Of course. Ah, Ginger yeah. Rogers, Ginger Rogers. That's did the you, one. <laughs> did you base any of this character on Ginger Rogers? Any part of it? Or Debbie Reynolds. Her conservatism, maybe, as she got older. <laughs> was that? <laughs> yeah, so the, the show takes a real sharp turn <laughs> in the next few episodes. Well, how did the attorney at law come about? Uh, well, in the comics, she was always a lawyer. She, she was always a lawyer. Yeah, but, from the beginning, she was she was Bruce Banner's uh, young kid sister, like kid cousin, who was a lawyer. Have you seen the ads, Rana, where it looks like a lawyer's ad? I have. Yeah, I so, have. This Very marketing campaign, this marketing yeah. campaign is, so is phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Yes. Like yes. so good. Did you see that they did a fake Tinder profile for her? Yes, <laughs> I did not see that. But I, I haven't match matched with her. with her. I think. Well. Oh. You know. Oh, that's interesting, Brian. Why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I'm I, there's something I haven't come to terms with, but I'm not. You ready don't to like yet. tall women, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to be open about it here, and I hope you can accept me for it. <laughs> well, I have felt a long time been accusing Brian of not being a feminist because he doesn't sleep with women. <laughs> <laughs> because of what? Because you don't sleep with women. I, we've talked. Oh, about you this. have told me this. Yeah. Yes, if you have. want to really understand women, you have to start sleeping Look, with them. That's I think there are I plenty of sexist gay men but i really truly feel like i'm (laughs) hopefully not an extreme of that what about this wallpaper and then we have to get to what the show is about isn't it wonderful it's from graham and browns in london um what are they called graham and brown okay i believe this wallpaper is called midnight tropic it's absolutely gorgeous is this the and you have other wallpaper in your new home as well i happen to know you have a new dwelling I do. Um, everyone, Ron and I are very close. Everyone, yeah. 
Um, no, we go way back. Way <laughs> we can go way, Rana, you and I go way back. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I go further yeah. back with Jessica Gowdy. Well, it's a, we spent so much time together. It's funny. Anyway, Jessica, yeah, we're like the same. In the way that in the pot, let's put it this way. Yeah. She was essentially writing about our relationship when she wrote the pilot, which was that she Hulk has to go to Mexico to go train with Bruce Banner to become a Hulk. Okay. Except in our life, she did take all the tips from me. She didn't spend the whole time saying, I already know Bruce. I already know Bruce because I'm a woman. She came to Rana on the hilltop a little bit like Batman. And we, we learned the martial arts together and I taught her, you know, I yeah. taught her how to switch prints. I taught her how to spend here and save there. I told I taught her what a statement bag can do for you. know, that's the wow. sort of thing. Yeah. I was actually going to ask. Is Jessica that accurate, we... Jessica? Would you say it's a? I mean, absolutely. You you know, you took me for my first purchase at Barney's New York. That is true. She mm-hmm. took you to Barney's. She yeah. sure did because we, as when was it said existed. before, we're very very close. Right? When it existed, I don't. Know did you, you know? This. And what Jessica, did you buy, did you... Jessica? Oh, I bought a, I think I bought, that was when I bought a pair of Christian Louboutins. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I was there just a go. little tot too. A yep. little, little tiny just baby. Just a little baby, uh, you know, luxury. Do you know that <laughs> Emmy, Emmy tickets are not transferable? Rana told me that because she's going. But I told oh, her. interesting. Yeah, that you can't yeah. change them to another name. The other thing, Jessica, I wanted Though to tell you. I bet you if is, Jessica wanted to come, I could probably <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> no, but you said if I could go. No, you said if you could go. <laughs> I said probably not. Well, Jessica and I will watch it from your hotel room or something. <laughs> what we well, decided, I won't need to because I'll be sitting next to her, Brian. It's Brian is going to stay back at the hotel, watch on TV. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to the show and all the parties. And, and when I gonna, come home, right. he's going to pop a big bowl of popcorn. And when I get home, we're going to talk but about But when you come home, night. it's just going to be you and me and not whoever you invited. We're going to come. Well, if, I, if Hannah wants to come back to the, to the bungalow, mm-hmm. what can I do about it? You know, they all Jessica, need somewhere to go. After the only thing, win. Jessica, usually we ask our guests to pay for being on the show, or that's what I've wanted to institute. <laughs> but if you want, if whatever scraps you have left of that wallpaper, I wouldn't mind. So it is we'll gorgeous. figure that out. Maybe you saw He knows where I live, so maybe he could. The okay, student yeah, becomes, I'll have him run it over. The student okay, becomes okay, the master, is what yeah. we're looking at here. Sure. Now, dear. Yes. We have some questions here. That we Jessica do. is or either is either is or is not uniquely qualified to answer. We're gonna find out. Uh, I think she is. I'm gonna be honest. I think she is. Because she has all I this lawyer she, expertise now. Look, here's what Jessica has. <laughs> Jessica came to this planet knowing what was good and what wasn't good. She did. She did. She is an esthete. An abita. She has a highly developed moral sense of good and evil. And she also knows how to get what she wants in this world. And if that isn't a perfect combination of That's qualities, a good in addition to being, you know, practically Matahari. Sure. <laughs> those were those were the qualities that allowed me to go to Rana Mountain. This you know, is, it is half, it is half bow with my hands open. <laughs> she was already she was the only thing she needed was a credit card with no limit. And now she probably has one. <laughs> oh boy. Rhonda, so speaking of which, start? I do need you to pay down some of my balance this month for some of the expenses that I had to do. Oh, yeah. Huh. We should there probably was... talk about that off the air. Huh? Okay, well that's fine. You're Just using your corporate card, or using your personal? No, it was my personal because it was personal things. Huh. I needed some new, like you know, shampoos huh. and moisturizers. Huh. So anyway, Jessica, we don't have to talk about that here. Uh, okay. Rana, should we get into it? Let's get into it. Okay. 
Would you like to read the first one, Rana? Or would you like to Sure. Question number one. As we say, dear, people write in because they're desperate. They have nowhere else to turn. All we do here is give our answers. You ask a question, you get an answer. It's that simple. But don't feel that you have to be kind to these people or hold back in any way. You answer the question as you see fit. Is that right, Brian? Yes. And if you don't want to go to the Emmys, you just let me know. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I can't imagine that would ever be a possibility, but I'll okay. keep that in the back of my mind. <laughs> okay, sure. She's That's probably fine. already going. She's certainly going to the parties. She's the talk of the town. She's the toast of Hollywood at the moment <laughs> and somehow has made time for us. <laughs> I am. I am very flattered. Dear Ronna, Brian with a capital Y and wonderful guest. Longtime listener, first time writer. I'm a big fan of the show. I followed Brian here from Attitudes and stayed for the twice weekly laughs and thoughtful advice. I am a 26 year old genderqueer, pronouns they, them, San Francisco. Recently, I was on an annual beach vacation in North Carolina with my dad's side of the family. I'm very close with my seven paternal cousins, but my cousin Sean and I are practically siblings. We are only six weeks apart in age went to the same college, and even though we no longer live near each other, we still have weekly calls and make efforts to see each other as much as possible. Sounds nice. Nice. Sean has a girlfriend, Caroline, whom he has been dating for two years. I've met her a handful of times. This is a great question for Jessica Gow because she does not like people that she doesn't like. Let's put it that way. Good for her. That's actually a wonderful Very true. It's very, very true. I'm very much like a cat. Yes. Good for if you. If she doesn't like somebody, she doesn't like them. She doesn't spend right. her whole life trying to figure out why she no. doesn't like them and trying to like them. She she'll just go back under the bed or she'll swipe you real fast. Not for me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> not for me. I might piss on a purse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, certainly in a shoe. Uh, a uh, shoe is a great place to, to, to do that to someone because they don't know until they put this shoe on. Right. Or if I've, someone's wearing like nude hose, it's very sexy to take their high heel shoe off of them and pour champagne in it and then drink from them. <laughs> How, have you done that before, Brian? I haven't, but in my sort of guiding light uh-huh. 1986 fantasies, I feel like somebody did. I thought you only wore pantyhose with open toe shoes, but I guess I had it wrong. Me? That's who I thought you were. Yeah, yeah that's who I With am. a seam on the toe. With the seam on the toe. Yeah. I've and met her a hand. I've met her a <laughs> A handful of times, including last year's beach reunion. But on every occasion, I have found her unbearably annoying. She's kind and generally good-natured, but misses social cues and doesn't mesh well with our greater family dynamic. Her inside voice is about as quiet as an ear horn, with her tone about just as melodic. And she constantly needs to broadcast what she's doing. I came up from the beach to make a drink for me and Sean. (laughs) She'll declare at me unprovoked in my family we have a rule against taking pictures at the table she'll announce when my uncle takes a picture of his infant granddaughter eating lunch i heard her declare yeah sean and i can't play Catan together because we're too competitive no less than five times during the week she has what i have dubbed quote youngest child energy huh Caroline constantly steers the conversation to mildly esoteric. I just had a shtetl. Okay. Mildly esoteric topics that can that only she can really engage in. She has she has to comment on everything. And she becomes singularly focused on a goal that she seemingly can't let go of. 
example. She incessantly demanded to play a medium fun card game. She brought all caps, even after we played it on at least three occasions. Sean seems to be the only one not annoyed with Caroline. Many, including his mom, have privately have vented privately to me about Caroline's grating nature. Everyone tries to be welcoming and inclusive and ask Caroline about things going on in her life, but it has gotten to a point where most of us try to avoid getting trapped with the blundering bulldozer. <laughs> I've liked Sean's previous girlfriends and genuinely want to like Caroline, but the thought of this hurricane of social ineptitude permanently joining our family only gives me dread. Parenthetical. I'll note that I love the partners of my other cousins. They felt fit well with that family, even if they come from very different backgrounds. I have, what does that mean? I have probed Sean for his thoughts on Caroline's behavior, and he, he notices some patterns, but attributes a lot of it to anxiety, which I know she struggles with and manages with a psyche, psychiatrist and therapist. However, Caroline has been around the family at least six times, so these neuroses seem more a part of her personality than a product of social anxiety. Overall, Sean is the type of 26-year-old straight man who won't break up with a girlfriend unless something is capital W wrong with the relationship. He's chill, sometimes to a fault, and doesn't mind being doted on by a girlfriend, a role Caroline seems happy to fill. Lucky him. Caroline and Sean are transitioning to a long-distance relationship in a few weeks when she moves to Colorado for grad school. Sean will stay in D.C., where they currently live separately. Boy, oh boy, I hope this letter's going to get to a point soon. (laughs) My question is, I mean, what is your question? Can you even imagine what the question is before we get here? Should I talk to Sean about this or should I grip my teeth and ban the cumulative seven to 14 days I see Caroline a year and pray the long distance relationship breaks them up so I can avoid head on conflict? I don't think I should talk about it directly with Caroline. Yeah. But it's getting to a point where I have to suppress tensing my muscles, rolling my eyes, etc., to not be rude. However, Resentment is starting to build and spill over, causing me and others to want to spend less time with Sean in order to avoid Caroline. Many thanks for your advice on this. Bothered in the Bay, please don't use my name. Jessica. Baby Jessica. Oh, Lord. Well, we should at some point tell Brian that I was named after baby Jessica who fell down the well. That can't be true. It is true. Really? Yes. That's incredible. We've got to set that aside for now, though, and talk about it. What do you think, Jessica's her real name? (laughs) Well, I thought maybe, I thought, do they think because you were like a miracle? Absolutely not. No, they found a copy of People Magazine laying around. They liked the name. With baby baby Jessica was, was it. In it's an house. incredible story. How generous of you to think <laughs> that my parents read periodicals. <laughs> so how did they hear about baby Jessica? Just in the news? The news. The news. Yeah. It was the news. Yeah. It made it, the news made it to China. No, we were in America. So she I was, guess, al- you were already here when you were named baby Jessica. The, so when I, f- I was born in China, Brian. And um, what is your birth name? Thank my God. Name. Otherwise that would have been really racist. Rana. So I'm glad you actually <laughs> were born. In China. I know her. <laughs> She practically birthed me. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, uh, my Chinese name is Gao Yang. Gao, like, you know, like my last name. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, so when I moved to America at age four, my, um, you know, my parents did what most immigrant parents did, which is they anglicized, your, they, you know, they gave sure, you of a, course. a name that would make things easier for you. And right. they named me Helen. Because I think it was like one of two English names my mom knew. And uh, right. and I think when she first moved here, she worked as a housekeeper for an old lady named Helen. So I think she was like, oh, well, that's a name. That's yeah. real. Right. Um, <laughs> and so she named me Helen. I was Helen for months. And uh, a friend of hers said, I was visiting her and said, what did you rename your daughter? And she said, Helen. And her friend said, well, you know, that's like an old lady's name. And so my mom said, well, I don't want my daughter to have an old lady's name. She's just a child, you know? And so... Um, <laughs> So I have a distinct memory of coming home from preschool one day and my mom saying, before you go outside to play, what name do you like better, Jennifer or Jessica? Because this is the 80s. And I said, I don't know, Jessica. And then the next day, she she said, I'm changing your name to Jessica. And I that's thought, That's a yeah, fantastic story. If, if Honestly, I, that's <laughs> the most, uh, that is the most, what's the, what, I don't know. Just lost well, it's name. actually very yeah. loving. No. First is it of all. Brian? Well, I think so to, to be like, I, it's I, the want, most the, I want you to feel comfortable. the thing her but mother she, has ever done. But she didn't her tell me. Her mother is off the wall. But she didn't tell is, you. That's, that's yes. the difference. Her mother like, yes. is a soap opera star <laughs> yes, of proportions that you can't imagine. I love it's her. the most reasonable decision she ever made. Yes. But, he, and, Good you know, her. and I thought if I knew I was picking my own name, I would have given it literally any thought. And I, and I remember going to preschool the next day and the teacher announcing to the class that Helen was now Jessica and okay. everybody had to call Helen Jessica, you know? And I was like, right. okay. And well, so Well, do then, you prefer Helen? No, I think I would have been, I think as a Helen or even as a Jennifer, I would have been very different. Yeah. I think you're a Jessica for sure. I think I'm a Jessica. Out of those yeah. three options, I think I'm yeah. a Jessica. I don't know if yeah. out of all the names I'm a Jessica, but I think out of those three, I'm definitely a Jessica. <laughs> yeah, but so funny. So for- That is an amazing story. For most of my- It, do, it doesn't end there, Brian. So oh, good. When I, when I- So then for the most of my life, I was con- uh, convinced that she named me after Murder, she wrote, Jessica Fletcher, because oh, yeah. that was her favorite <laughs> show. She watched it religiously every yes. week. That was her favorite show in the entire world. And, and so you so, thought that was an old lady named that? Yeah, and I was the- like, well, yeah. sure. Well, but I was like, surely that's how she came upon this name, you know? Right. And and then when I was in college, I realized, well, it's not like this is some deep, dark family secret. I could just openly ask her. It's right. not like everybody <laughs> has to like keep it a secret. So I went home one weekend and I said, did you name me after murder she wrote? And she said, no, you probably don't remember. But at the time, there was this baby who fell down a well and her yeah. name was Jessica. And I thought it was such a great name. <laughs> And here we are, baby Jessica. This is one of my favorite stories I've ever heard on this show, I have to tell you. That is incredible. I think she set you up for life. I think that it's I think it suits you. Yeah. It works as a villain or hero origin story. Either one. You choose. You know what? It really could have sliding doors. It could have gone one way or another. What are we going to do about Caroline? Yes, the bulldozer. Really, what are we going to do about bothered in the bay? Yeah. Well, the problem with Bothered Bothered in the Bay truly lost me when they said, you know, I, I of course, can't talk to Caroline directly about it. And that's as though that was some kind of option. Yes. That's when I realized the baseline of propriety that we're working with is very different. (laughs) Yes. This is what happens. People write these letters. You're going along. You have sympathy for them. And then it flips at some Mm -hmm. point occasionally. And you think. Okay, this is one of those you're the problem letters. Yes. It is a little because honestly, Sean's not the one writing the letter. Yeah. No. Yeah. And- Yeah. Yeah, please. please, For the the first two thirds of the, I mean, for the first two thirds of this novel, 
that we yeah. were yeah. listening to, this audio book, yeah. sure. um, with a wonderful narrator, of course, yeah. yes. uh, voiceover oh, thank, artist. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah. The, you know, I kept thinking like, well, why aren't they talking about what Sean's dynamic is like with Caroline? You know, like yeah. I wanted to know, like, then why, why is Sean so... Do we care about Sean in any way or do we only care about our time, the seven to 14 days a year that we have to see Caroline? Yes. Yes. Is Sean happy? Your cousin that you love so much, who is your best friend from birth, et cetera, et cetera. This is life. There are some people who, I mean, I think everyone has probably experienced this, whether it's with a good friend who's dating someone awful or has married someone awful, who's just sort of a little insufferable. Um, there's really nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. There just yeah. isn't. These are adults. And also, by the way, Sean, to me, from the little glimpse you've given us of, of him, he's probably looking forward to this long distance thing as much as you are. He seems to me like the kind of person who can't actively break up with somebody. Yeah, He seems to me like mm-hmm. the kind of person who wants to fade to black on a relationship and mm-hmm. not deal with it. So I would yeah. be surprised if they stay together through this yes. at all. However, she does sound obnoxious as hell. Mm -hmm. I know this person. I'm sure we all know this person, this insufferable, loudmouth, I don't even know, just absent of of any tone of of how to read a room. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I don't know. I think... I think this is Sean's problem. I think your problem is then don't go on these vacations. Yes. Or go on these vacations, but just know that you will have to, it's your responsibility to remove yourself from these situations that irritate you. Bingo. Correct. Mm -hmm. This person's 26. I have news for you. Bored in the Bay is 26? Bothered in the Bay is 26. Bothered in the Bay. Mm -hmm. This is the canary in the mind shaft of your, of your, the first, the relationships of the first half of your life. Okay. This is what happens. Everybody thinks until they're about 35 that everybody that they know that they've already known their whole life are the only people that matter in the world and how on, and that that's their family and that these are the people that are their friends and how will they ever survive if these people marry people that they don't like or are boyfriends or girlfriends with people that they don't like, et cetera, et cetera. Welcome to the next decade of your life. If you are lucky, three or four of the people who you love and value and love to spend time with will find partners that you like or that you can tolerate or that you play golf with yeah, or that you don't mind going to get an ice cream cone with their spouse when they're doing something. You know, congratulations. If three or four of those, you have absolutely hit the jackpot triple cherries. If three or four of the people that are important to you in your life find partners that you would also be happy to count among your friends and family, Mm. everyone else will marry or date someone that is somewhere on the scale of mildly annoying to insufferable. And those relationships, you will either weather that or you will not. And all kinds of people will just drop, will just recede into the background of your life and you must allow them to. And then there will be other things that get in the way, jobs, geography, this, that. And your job will be to either maintain those connections or maintain the individual connection or to let those people become people that are fun when you see them, et cetera, et cetera. You see these people a couple times a year. It sounds like you're very close with your cousin. You talk to him all the time. You have a wonderful relationship with you, with him. He's not going to marry this girl, okay? No. If he does, 
tough nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Write in again and we'll give you some more advice. We'll give you right. the same. We will give you, if he does, we'll give you the same advice. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll also- just become more specific, which is, well, we rented a house together and then she mm-hmm. said this and she wants to do that. And the answer is you don't like her and yeah. no one else likes her and his mother doesn't like her and that's fine. Yeah. And he's either going to marry someone that people don't like or he's not. Mm-hmm. But I think probably this long distance relationship will test the metal of this relationship. But really, what are you so, I mean, honestly, I hate to say it because I don't like to not meet people where they are. Meaning you're 26. I'm not faulting you for that. You are where you are in, in, in this world and on this journey. But your opinion of her is a little immature. And just meaning you have to find a way to not care too much or to find or to enjoy complaining about her. Those are the two things yeah. that you can do. But he's allowed that's to do not what nothing, he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And not just nothing good will come out of a conversation because what is Zero. the best case scenario? What do you realistically think will happen if you go I hate to your Sean? Girlfriend? Yeah, oh, your beloved. Thank you yeah. so much for telling me. I'll yeah. probably you're, never want to be around you again. Yeah, what a great person you are. For, I'm telling you I'm with this person and I love her. Or even worse, I'm with this person and I wish I was broken up with her. And you're going to p- throw it in my face? Because guess That's what? That's a terrible if, feeling. If, Sean, if you say that to Sean and he doesn't break up with her, which he probably wouldn't, all of a sudden you're someone that he doesn't want Caroline to have to be around. Mm-hmm. Correct. Or yes. he feels uncomfortable that you're going to be around her. I mean, yes. it's just there's no good solution with being honest here, really. Well, this Sean. is why I started the conversation by asking is Sean's happiness interesting to you at all Mm -hmm. or is only your dynamic with Sean interesting to you Mm -hmm. and you're sad you lost your friend and your playmate and you have to listen to you know babble bot come up from the beach and announce that she's (laughs) making a sandwich and of course she's the worst of course she is but uh, but so what Yeah. Do you want to be with, do you care about your relationship with Sean? That is the thing that you should care about. And if you do, you should be a nice person about it and you should weather this storm and not wonder if you should have a word with her about her personality. Quick question (laughs) about your personality. Do you think you could be less annoying? (laughs) Could you change it? And no follow up questions. Could you do me a favor and never talk? Jessica, I don't like anyone Ron dates, but that I think it's, it's, they're not they're not good people. Well, you do when they invite you on their plane. It's nice when they invite me on the plane. But he it's doesn't not very like nice people that has uh, have offshore tax shelters. There's nothing but I can do. Weirdly, about that. the the moment you enter a plane, and then between that time and when you deboard the plane, you really like them and you don't mind them at all. But strangely, Correct. off the plane, they just really grate on you. You get it. You get it. Exactly. I can't explain it. I don't know that anyone could, but you understand that. Yes, that's true. That is it. I don't know why. That is what happens. Should we go to the next question? Next. 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 Okay. Dear Rana and Brian and fabulous guest, I hope this message finds you well. I am a dedicated fan and evangelist of the podcast. What do you think huh. of that word, Rana? Well, a pickle has been I like grinding. It. Yeah, good, the Rana good. Ministries. I like that. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, we've long said that this is a Rana cult. No the Mobblehead mm-hmm. Ministries. I like Mobblehead Ministries. I like yeah. that. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Separating yeah. Rana and state. Yeah. I'll be your Tammy Faye. Oh, Rana. very. I mean, Faye. if I'm nothing, if not a defender of the Republic. 
And a union buster yeah. from a long time Oh, I am ago. a, <laughs> I'm a union buster from way back. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this message finds you well. I'm, I already said this. I'm a dedicated fan and ev- ev- evangelist of the podcast. Okay, this is the most disgusting sentence I've ever read. What's about to happen? <laughs> I doubt it. A pickle has been brining in my life. Ugh. And I couldn't think of better parties to turn to for advice. Ugh. My old, see, I told you it's bad. A what they mean is they life. mean they're in a pickle, but they thought this was a fun way this to say. This would be a cuter way to yeah. say it. Yeah. And it got a reaction. My older brother and his wife are expecting their first child any day. Okay. This will be my parents' first grandchild. A couple of times the subject has come up about what their grandparent names will be. The mm. children of family friends have always had a pet name for my mom, which she likes and feels will parlay well into a grandmother name. Cookie bunny. Yeah. Sure. My dad, however, gets very grumpy when the subject comes up. In general, he does not have the best sense of humor, and this topic is no exception. I suggested some Fun. silly names that he bristles at. He also shrugs off suggestions of something more straightforward like granddad or grandpa. The other night, he finally admitted- Macho. The other night, he fi- exactly, he finally admitted there was a name he would be excited about. Mm-hmm. We begged him to share, which he did. The name, Abuelo. For context. Okay. For context. It means for grandfather context, in, Spanish in Spanish for people that don't know. Our family is white and not Hispanic. Knew it. Uh, or knew Latinx. It. <laughs> knew it, knew it, knew it. My mm. dad spent significant stretches of time in Mexico. Oh, One period was four years. I wouldn't call that significant. No. In his young adult it's bachelor not nothing, days. nothing, but he didn't take citizenship. Right. That's an and undergraduate over degree. Over a lifetime yeah. of a grandfather. Yeah. But that is the end of any tie he has to a Spanish-speaking country or people. My mm. parents are socially liberal. Oh, I bet they are. Mm. And generally informed. They yeah. are, however, like many of their demographic, very defensive when it is implied that any of their own behavior might be problematic or appropriative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They sound fabulous. Yes, yes. <laughs> they sound like parents. They sound like white parents. <laughs> they do sound like, at least they're voting in the right direction, but they do sound right. like parents. They yeah. do. Mm-hmm. The idea of trying to explain to my dad why it would be weird for his grandchild to call him abuelo feels exhausting and not the hill I want to die on right now. But I also am not game for this to be his grandfather moniker for this child or any other possible future grandchildren. What should yeah. I do? My brother and sister-in-law have not heard about the abuelo situation yet. This is a pickle that needs to be brined, I'll tell you. But they will <laughs> definitely this is this pickle is a brining baby. Yeah. Rana, that's our new merch. But they will definitely <laughs> fall into my camp. Why Maybe aren't I'm, we selling pickles? We we should be selling pickle pickles. <laughs> or I just want you in a shirt that says this a pickle, pickle is flavored brining. gum. That would be a great Oh, I'd love that. Me too. I, yuck. Have you ever had the dill pickle hummus from Trader Joe's? No, I've I've only had the the pickle popcorn. Delicious. Gross. Ronna loves Trader Joe's. My brother and sister-in-law have have not heard (laughs) about the Abuelo situation yet, but they will definitely fall into my camp. Maybe I'm overthinking it as the kid won't speak for a while. Do I just drop it? Ronna, how did you approach this for baby Steve? Help. Thanks for any and all advice with endless appreciation. Oh, please don't use my name. Okay, so we'll beep that. (laughs) Help. (laughs) We'll beep that. Help, thank you for any and all advice with endless appreciation. Well, first of all, it's not a problem. Let's start there. Well, but we can't call her that. Well, Rana. let's 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 come up with a oh. fake name for the writer. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what do you want to call her, Helen? Let's, let's call, call her, her Helen. Helen. Let's call her Helen. That's perfect. appropriately okay. white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Helen, what about what are we gonna do about Helen's problem here? 
Helen, not the real name, just so people know. We're calling yeah, her Helen. We're calling her Helen. Yes. Baby Jessica, what do you think? Oof. Well, I mean, uh, these are these are the kind of the worst type of people because they are the kind of people who act like being called racist is absolutely worse than being a victim of racism. Like nothing is, you know, nothing is well said. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and it's just the worst because it's so the goodness in them is, is very performative then in that case, you know, they want to be perceived. It's more important to be perceived as good than to actually do the work of being good. And, and this, and it's so funny even just bring up, putting work into it because this requires zero effort like it requires you are it takes you an extra step to be offensive in this instance and um i mean i think we all know and i think the writer knows there is no way in hell you can have your any children in your family call him abuelo like that is not okay that is not on the table unless they unless their parents are ready to accept that they are, they can just be full blown openly racist villains. Then right. fine. If you want to be open like racist, then then I guess you've earned it, you know. But you just have to. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think it's racist. I just mm-hmm. think it's not yours. I think there's a difference between that. I do think that. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is an act of racism on the part of the grandparents. I think it's an ignorance on the part of the grandfather to know that that doesn't belong to him. But he it's knows. not, it's not racist to, mm-hmm. it's not, he's not trying to perpetrate an act of mm-hmm. racism on someone. He is appropriating something that doesn't belong to him. Well, sure, I think but we should talk about, well, we should talk about racism as a spectrum, you know, okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think racism should be discussed as a spectrum in the sense that, you know, of course there's the easy to identify racism of like a Klansman, you know, very yeah. easy. But then there's a lot of shades of gray, you know, in terms of, and, uh, and, and I think it's those shades of the gray that make people like these parents afraid of the racist word, you know, because of course nobody wants to think of themselves that way unless they're like very proud of it. Yeah. Um, but, but it is a spectrum and there are so many different shades of it, you know, and, and I think that appropriation and, and, and in, you know, and intent is part of that. I just yes, want to say that, yes, that yes. that's an important differentiation, yeah. which is oh, I'm not that in, forgiving of his intent, though, because his intent I am is yeah. not to. Well, I don't like what he's doing, but his intent is not to offend a whole group of people, but he's still doing it. I think I, think I don't know is. about. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Go ahead. You think he's I think he's I think he's being a bit of a shitster. I do, too, because mm-hmm. he was so grumpy about mm-hmm. every name and then comes out yes. with that. Yeah, I don't think it's an accident. Yeah, he didn't even want to have really? we called the most. Well, he didn't even he he was so grumpy about all the different names, rejected yeah. all the cute ones. And he even rejected the very traditional like grandpa, you know, all the like very normal traditional names. And then when they finally said, OK, well, then you you tell us what you want to be called. He he goes away into his, you know, secret racism cave and then he comes back and is like, I know what I want to be called. Abuelo. I think he went into his macho youth cave. And I think. I think they're hand in hand. Well, (laughs) maybe. But I think he thinks of himself. I think, and I would love to know what the letter writer thinks at the end of this. But I think he is having trouble with the idea that he's going to be a grandfather. I think he, I think this is threatening his youthful sense of himself in some way. 
And so what he's trying to do is remove himself a couple of clicks from someone looking at him like he's an old man. And what that has done is sent him well, back Well, he looks into like an old psyche. man with this name. I agree. <laughs> Just so you know. But it has I mean, sent, this is like an old man move. Mm-hmm. It has sent him back into his psyche to a time when he, I bet you there's all kinds of things in his house that none of us would be happy with from his time, <laughs> from his time in Mexico. Right. That he feels connected to that place. And that's how he feels sexy. And that this is part of his appropriation of that and that he's decided, oh, that's kind of sexy. That's what I think. I think that's very generous. And I do think that is a possibility, you know, Um, but I don't like it and I don't support it. I don't think it should happen. I think if it were just about youth, then why didn't he go with like a funny or cute name? You know, why did he have to specifically choose this other culture? Like, right. he, he also could have Why didn't been he like, go with gringo? That's probably what they call no, it, you know? Or, like, why doesn't he have the... If it's really about you, <laughs> why not have the kid, the the baby call him by his name? Call me Joe. Call, yep. you know? That's what my mom There does. were so many other versions of, you know, to not feel old, you know? And, and, I, and none of those needed to involve another culture. So I do think it was very specific. I think I he, he think what, thinks, I think he's probably been appropriating Mexican culture long before mm-hmm. this is what is sort of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I'm he sure thinks that's, that's part of his identity because he yeah. lived there for four years. Right. Like right. maybe that was when he was in his prime and he felt the most viral. Correct. That's mm-hmm. what I, I think. think yeah. I don't, I think that there, I do think that there was some intent here. I think he's being a hard ass for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just like, this was his leave me alone card or like, look what I'm going to do or, yeah. or well, being macho. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is so stupid. But I do think, and Jessica, I defer to you on this to tell me that mm-hmm. that's a terrible move. I do think that that the letter writer could say, Dad, I'm sure you don't mean it to be, but that's actually pretty racist. I hope mm-hmm. they've said that to him. I mean, I, I yeah. do think it's okay to call that racist because it is racist. I think yeah. you could probably add in, I don't know if you meant it to be, mm-hmm. yeah. but, that's what, but that's what this is. Yeah, you can come at it from, I've, I've had a lot of experience framing things for fragile white male egos. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, you can come at it from a, uh, I want to protect you, you know, like, even sure. if this isn't your intention, I want to protect you from what it's, how it's yeah. going to be perceived. And there are consequences to being perceived this way. And I am telling you, you will absolutely be, be perceived this way. Are you okay with that? Is that what you want? And I don't yeah. think, I don't think this is who you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think, think that the grandchild is going to want to have to learn this lesson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of yeah. like, yeah. why do you call him that? You I know? also think the answer is just no. Yeah, I mean, yes. I just think, just I no. think Abuela, no. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? I like it. I thought about it. Well, nope. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't try it because no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really is the simplest <laughs> I mean, thing. And I well, think, why not? Yeah. You really want to know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you mean it's racist? It's a love letter. What's your father's actual culture? background? Like, is he, is I mean, he's... that's what he's going to say something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Another fly. Yeah. I think that um, find out what your dad's background is if you want something cultural. Maybe he's Scandi. Maybe he's yeah. you know Irish. Maybe who knows? Go yeah. with that. Uh, well, I think you should Noel. just say we'll yeah. just call you. We're <laughs> just gonna, we're just gonna call you that guy until you figure yeah. out what you're happy with. Yeah. Right. And that guy is coming ask- to see you today with grandma cookie and that guy coming to see you. Papa today. fragile. Yeah. yeah. That guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, but the, as a backup, Papa's definitely use beard, beard Papa. Definitely Beard Papa. Yeah, definitely or Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. That's a great find name out, for Grandpa. Find out yeah. whoever the person is that he idolized in his youth and say, yeah. you know, we're going to just say Cookie and Kevin Costner are coming to see you today. Or Mar- just, you could say you're yeah. a Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I, but I also don't think it's necessarily your job to tell him. I think your sister can tell him. You I think tell- if he told you, you can tell him. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I think, you know, I'm, if you want to get, get into page. it, yes. sure. Get on yeah, the same you could page with your sibling. Them. Sure. Yeah. But you should certainly tell your sister. Yeah. No, you could tell him no bueno. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Rana. <laughs> Kinder bueno? No. <laughs> it's a candy bar. Oh, it's, it's delicious. It good? Yeah. Oh, it's it's one of the best candy bars out yeah. there. Oh, I've never had it. See how mad he got till he found out it was a candy bar. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought you said Kinder. And I, I know. Was like, well, I'm so not... sorry about Admiral Whiskers. I did Whiskers. say Just Kinder. Wailing. Is that the kitty? Yes. Well, well, Admiral so Whiskers is I'm gonna let him in. full of it You should. Right you should. Really let him in. I'm going to let, let him in because he's he gets okay. very offended when there's a closed door. As Well, and if he knows I'm on the phone, he's not going to be happy about it. Rana, don't be mean to this cat. I won't be able to handle it. I know. I like Admiral Whiskers. Oh, okay, good. He sends me a Christmas cat every year. Because I remember one time you told me that you thought cats were kind of anti-Semitic. Oh, for sure. But <laughs> but Admiral Whiskers sends me a Christmas cat every year. He does, does he really? He yeah. does. He's beautiful. He's Thank a star. You. He's Hi, a beauty. Star. Hi. How much does Admiral Whiskers weigh these days? He's a spelt 12. Mm-hmm. I got to tell oh, you, Admiral nothing. Whiskers looks like he could pull off like a Halston. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he wears he often wears a cap. Mm-hmm. Nope, perfect. Yeah. That was custom yeah. made for him. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's Admiral Whiskers is a star. No, he's question. got the life. He, he's appeared in the pages of the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, yes, he has. Mm-hmm. Does he have representation? Beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful <laughs> yes. spread, by the way, dear Jessica Go. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Pardon me. People should Google that. <laughs> he's also on She Hulk, attorney at law. Is he? What episode is he in? episode four but it was in the trailer it was in the very first trailer that was released he uh along with his father are in one of the photos on tinder that she's that she hulk swipes uh, right on. yes of course that's right yes. i saw that so very he's marvel cannon and you know what i think is great the admiral could take it or leave it it's true okay well buddy. he's still talking he's still talking that's I'm okay right. nothing you we know, can do it's fine I, I, I love the sounds of the of we'll the, fix of the it animals. in post we'll fix yes it in yes post. yes yeah. i've spoken listen i've spoken to an animal communicator otherwise known say? as a animal psychic, psychic. Yes. I've, I've almost went to one once what did they say it's wonderful well so i you know i said can you please i, I really want to talk to him about his behavior when i'm on a zoom because i'm working usually and she says you can imagine how many cats i've explained zoom to Right. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> uh, that's uh, incredible. That's my favorite response to, we have to see anything. If we, can, yes. we have to see if we can book her for next week. Oh, no you kidding. you must. You must. And she can uh, talk to Sherman. So she, Sherman. I mean, she really captured him because, so he wanted to know, can the people see me? And I said, yes. And then he said, can they hear me? And she warned me. She said, be careful, Jessica. Do you really want him to know the answer to this? And uh, and I said, yes. And he said, well, everybody likes me. So, of course, they want to see me and they want to hear me. And I mm. said, but I'm working when I'm on this. You know, this is part of my job. And he said, no, no, 
everybody likes me. And I don't like I gotta this, tell you I don't the like difference between psychic. the difference between a cat and a dog right there is the dog yes. would say, Oh, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. And a yeah. cat's like, no, that this way. Yeah. Well, the cat's yeah. like, you didn't know. Right. You know, that's their at. They're like, well, did you that, didn't know. But did that ring true to you or not? Yes, several times now. So, of course, I immediately tell this to everybody I was working with in post, like our entire editorial team. And um, and I'm, I think I might have told them like the first time I met them. And I'm sure they all thought I was a, a cuckoo bird. Um, but there have been times, you know, every time I get on a Zoom with them, he starts screaming his head off. So finally, I said, let me just try this. I picked him up. I held him up to the camera. I pointed at everybody. Like 20 little boxes on Zoom all waved at him and said, hi, Admiral. We love you. We see you. (laughs) And How did did it work? And he stared at the screen intently. And then I put him down, not a peep. And I've done that. I've done that on five different occasions. Well, I think you're going to get a reputation as uh, out there. <laughs> you know what? Whatever that's how you start. That's how you start a Zoom with your team is introducing yes. your cat. Are pet true. psychics transferable to babies? Because I'm wondering if Steve, maybe if there was anything. I'll be honest with you, I was wondering the same thing when Jim's <laughs> describing it. I was because Steve has a lot to say. Steve does mm-hmm. have a, a, opinions for sure. Steve stole a story I told her the other day. I told Steve a story, and she told it to everyone else like it was her story. If you can imagine such a thing. That's bold. (laughs) I mean, she's pretty young to be. Pretty young to be. She's ready to showboat. Yeah, she's going places. She's going places. She should have representation. About how there was an owl in the tree. And then everyone who came into the house, she told them there was an owl in the tree. And I said, I told you that. I don't well, know she, why you are telling that. She was she was adapting for mm-hmm. television. Or yeah. for, well, she was adapting for living room. <laughs> That's right. Go. That's right. <laughs> uh, in any event, okay, okay. Am I reading the last one or are you reading the last one? Well, technically you are, but I'm happy to read it if you would prefer that. I'll read it and then you can read the, the cliffhanger. You got it, Ron. Dear Ron and Brian, long time listener, first time Oscar. I am in desperate need of your advice. One of my friends, let's call him Marie wants me to host her baby shower. The main problem is that she lives in Washington and I live in Wisconsin. Doesn't matter, I suppose, whether it's Washington State or Washington, D.C. Probably equally as far away. Yeah. We have been friends since we were 16, but have not lived in the same state since high school and are going and are good at maintaining a long-distance friendship. I have never visited her, and she visits once or twice a year because I still live near her family. I love her dearly, but hosting a baby shower seems like a huge ask to me. I am not an event planner and have never planned any kind of party in my life. I also have severe social anxiety. For extra context, she says her husband's family dislikes her, which is why they aren't going to throw her one. And her whole family lives in Wisconsin, and with and and her whole family lives in Wisconsin, and would rather wait to visit until the baby is born. I'm confused here. So is who's this, going to the shower? Is the shower going to be in Washington or in Wisconsin? She is making me feel guilty about being hesitant to host. She has already said she, quote, won't be my friend if I don't agree to do this. Am I a bad friend? Should I suck it up and do it? Or is there a good way to turn her down? Please help. Thank you. Anti-social in Wisconsin. We got a little pre-follow-up. Hello again. I just realized I never said how old we are now. We are both 31. 
Wow. I don't understand if this show is in Wisconsin or in Washington, but yeah, there were a lot of details to keep track of, which I did a very poor job of. But it must be. I believe in that it's Washington going to be in Washington because yes. otherwise, would she? Why would she say that the family says they'll wait to meet the baby? Right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be in Washington. The letter writer lives in Wisconsin. The person of interest lives mm-hmm. in well, Washington, and and the Wisconsin friend, the letter writer has to go and throw a baby shower in a a city city that they've never been to. Yes. For a friend who would give them an insane ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah. For a friend who said it's this or the friendship. Yeah. I say, I say the, the, I mean, what is this friendship? You don't need this friendship. Like let, let her take away the friendship. Now this is going to sound actually, Rhonda, this is going to sound very sexist. Can't wait. But I want to know if there is a thing for, I mean, Rana, you had a child with Jordan however many years ago and this whole thing. Is is that is Wait, it true what, that emotions I, can run I really- I had a child with Jordan. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, I mean, you probably- Jordan, my son, to. and I had a child No, 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 together. no, not at all, not at all. Sorry. Feels no, that I, way on occasion, but no, that's not the case. You and- Jordan was Your ex-husband, yeah. you and your ex-husband. My deceased husband, yeah. I don't know the difference. But anyway, so you and your ex-husband uh-huh. had Jordan. Correct. So I'm wondering, is it true you see in movies that a lot of times emotions run very high with someone who's about to give birth? Is that a real thing? That's my question. Because maybe the oh, sure. friend didn't mean mm-hmm. to say that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, this well, the point you're making is an excellent point overall in life. Whether it goes for at this moment or when people seem to be sort of uh, have lost their wits a bit, shall we say? Sure. The way that you re- react to that, first of all, I always think you should be kind. I always really do. And especially, yes. Do I think that she might be in a heightened emotional state? Possibly. Okay. That was not really my personal experience that that was a big, big problem for me as it related to how I related to other people. Yeah. But for sure, it is a intense and identity altering time in your life. Things are heightened. Yes. Not necessarily heightened in a way where you're making poor decisions, but everyone is different. And this friend could be, their hormones could be through the roof. Any, I mean, look, Admiral Whisk is not pregnant, but still behaving crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I still think, I think you can handle people with kid gloves, especially if you're unclear whether it's this or they're having a mental break or they're having, you know, any number of things in life or they're experiencing loss or they're having, just having a difficult time. There's no reason to try to make it worse for someone or to poke the bear, as they say. But- I do think it is important that you stay true to yourself in those moments and that you do not have to be dishonest with someone just because they're not going to like the answer that you give them. So sometimes in life we say, oh, just put it off, just put it off. But it's, but it always feels good to say, no, thank you. I don't want to. Not quite like that, but I think what you're asking me to do, I I really just don't think I can do it at this time. It's not possible for me. I can't 
get the time off work. I can't come. I can't, I don't know any of your friends. I really don't feel comfortable. You should find someone to do this for you. Who's going to do it the way that you want it to be done. And that person is not me. I'd love to be there or not. Or when you come to Wisconsin, I'd love to do something, a sip and see once the baby is born. If you want to come to my house, we could do a I have no idea. Cider donuts party on a Sunday, and everybody can come over, and I'd love it. I'd love. Could you to maybe host ask for to you like? Then. I would love to contribute money for this party. You could put my name on the invitation if you like. Like there are other ways I could be there for you, but I I can't I can't throw this party. It's just not my gig. This is not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I I am afraid that this person, yes, they're in a heightened state, but also feels like they don't have any boundaries. And I'm very afraid that if you make any sort of offer, they're going to overstep and overstep and overstep. Fair enough. You know, enough. I, yeah. I, I wasn't, I was having trouble following the first part of the letter. I mean, a big part of it is because my cat was being an absolute butthole, but. Uh, <laughs> but I can read it again. Was there. Or you can ask, what's your question? Yeah. Well, uh, so the question was, did they ever cover why they were chosen to do this? Like why the friend doesn't have any friends? No, but I can tell you why. They they Mm. don't have any friends. Yes. And I was wondering how long the friend had been living away from their hometown. These people have been friends since they were 16. Mm. And that person does not have any friends in her life. Yes. And and her in-laws don't like her. Mm -hmm. And that stinks. I am sympathetic to that. I mean, I don't, by the way, Bottom line, I don't think she should have said or our friendship is over, period. Well, yes. this, but because she said that is the reason why no one likes her. Yes. Because this Good is how point. she behaves. Yes. You've got a very clear indication of the way this person moves through life. You are old friends with this person. You are not mm-hmm. good friends with this person. Yes. And it's okay and, to move on from an old friendship that you've outlived. Yes. And you also, but you also don't mm-hmm. have to move on. You could, Mm -hmm. you keep it right where, the problem is that she overstepped the boundary to ask you for this thing. You were fine with it right where it was. When she comes home, I see her, we talk all the time. It's fine. I'm managing it. You allude to the fact in the letter that it needs to be managed, that she's, you know, that maybe they wouldn't be friends if they still lived in the same town kind of thing. But she has now overstepped by asking you for the shower. And you just really have to say, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I really, Mm -hmm. I'm honored that you asked and flattered, but I don't feel comfortable. But, 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 and we're not going to be, this could be the end of our friendship. And I think you should say, well, I would be really sad if that's the case. But if that's really how you feel about me not feeling comfortable wanting to do this thing for you, if that's the thing that this friendship is hanging by a thread, I guess there isn't much I can say about that. I thought Mm -hmm. our friendship was based on the, 31 years that we've known each other before that. Sure. If it's based on this one event, I guess it doesn't mean that much to you. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry you feel that way. And also, this and that is hurts. not a situation where you said yes and it's the day before the shower and now you're backing out. You know what no. I mean? Like, this is a situation mm-hmm. where you have not committed to it. Not anything. a reasonable yeah. ask or expectation. And I think that probably where this parent to be is coming from, and I yeah. understand that, is. I cannot throw the shower for myself. It will be so embarrassing. I don't have any family support. I don't have any friends here. But um, but I think that both of you make a great point with sort of, well, maybe look inward then. Why, mm-hmm. why is that the case? But I do think you are correct, Brian, in that this person is experiencing an, a heightened sense of isolation, this, that. I mean, having a child is one of these focusing moments in life 
where the community either comes together around you or they don't. And it is hard to notice if they don't. You know who your friends and family are when you get married, when you have a child, when you have whatever the milestones are in life. I don't just mean these feminine milestones. When you have a fabulous TV show come out, people either show up and compliment you or you don't hear from them. And you sort of, you know, and I don't mean that everyone is standing around waiting to find out what's going on at your work, but when something major happens and people are in your orbit and they don't comment, you both know who those people are. Mm -hmm. And you sort of think, huh. I mean, I told everybody my show was coming out. I don't care if they watch it, but they could say congratulations. Would it kill them to be happy for me? And the answer is you've either burnt, not for you two, but for this person, she's either burnt all those bridges or her behavior is erratic or whatever it is. She's a difficult person or she's whatever, or she moved away and never found a community there. And all of those things are tinged with a little bit of a liner of sadness. And and I do think it would be perfectly nice if when she came, whenever she comes with the baby, if you did say, I'd love to do a little something when you come with the baby. Sip and see, sip and see. Mm-hmm. Sip and see. But I'm not prepared, especially during the pandemic, da, 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 to come to Washington and do this for you. I'm just not. And, I'm, and if that is the end of our friendship, that's totally heartbreaking to me. But I have to respect how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. You you were never obligated to uh, be told to host something for somebody else. You're, you're just <laughs> never point. obligated to do yeah, that. Yeah, but th- this person lives on the other side of the country, so you haven't had to deal with this, but this is what it would be like if you lived next door to her. Mm-hmm. So yep. you haven't had to draw your boundary before, yeah. but she brought the boundary to your lap, so now you have to say- Get out the chalk. Here's the, mm-hmm. Get out the diatomaceous earth. Sure. Somebody wrote in to complain, Brian, that I that we saying it too much. Diametaceous instead of diatomaceous. Well, it was that Henry from Washington D.C. always writes in to correct me. Yeah, yeah. There it is. All right, Jessica. What have we got here, Brian? We have reached the the end of the show. We've each we've reached the end of the show where we decide we choose one of the people who wrote in to get something nice. We'll send them a little prize, and it doesn't have to be. You know, the most sympathetic person. It's just whoever you have a feeling for. It doesn't so have just to be to, the saddest sack. Just to recap okay. who we've had. Just to have a feeling for. We've had Wisconsin, who we just mm-hmm. talked about. We've also had um, the abuelo, the daughter Oof. who is oh, yeah. terrified uh-huh. of that her father's going to do that. I've already problematic- stricken that from my memory. Abuelita. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And we also have the person who's cousin's girlfriend is all caroline yes i gotta say this isn't the most sympathetic group this week no it's not so (laughs) i would say the most sympathetic is wisconsin because it is it's tough it's tough because they clearly want to do the right thing and be a nice person and you know and they're kind of getting run over by a friend with no boundaries and it's very hard as an adult to figure out you know everybody knows how to break up with a partner but yeah, you don't. You know, there's no rule book for how to break up with a friend. Well, and it's also not a good feeling when you're a nice, kind, generous person who's even considering this insane mm-hmm. request. Which it sounds like they are. Yeah. It's not. I mean, never they are nice a good kind, feeling yeah. when someone tests your nice amida, mm-hmm. and they want to see how far the needle goes, and so it makes you start to question if you are not a nice person anymore. And the answer is not that you are not nice or generous or any of the wonderful things that you are, because obviously I listen to this podcast. 
The answer is that your friend is pushing the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Possibly as a personality disorder, definitely doesn't have any friends. Yeah. yeah. It is not right to for them to put you in that position. Don't because, get dragged into the yes, quicksand. Yes. We often talk about this. Is someone either dragging you down or are they pulling you up? Mm-hmm. My yeah. first advice to you is to download Beyonce's Resurrection and really groove to it mm. because I think it inspires confidence. Yeah, it's inspiring Whiskers to sing along. See? What, what are we going to give this person, Brian? Something or that ge- makes them feel good. We often give Jessica, we often give a beautiful candle. We uh, often give body a, a cow shed product. I know. A cow shed? Occasionally we'll give a, a, a cow shed scrub. I just got my latest. Once a year, cow shed does a sale, and I order all of my spearmint body scrub at that time for the it year. So, so I just got a palette of spearmint body scrub. Well, can you spare one for our dear letter writer? No. Okay. Well, what about they're very? The, I have to keep clicking refresh because they run out of it, and then they have to make more because they have to pull the spearmen out of the garden at the cow shed in Babington House, where I have been on several occasions. What about the um, the Suzanne Guan? Excuse, Suzanne Kaufman. Oh, Suzanne Kaufman, uh, yes. body salt, bath salts. Yeah. No. Well, now okay. that you've mentioned my gorgeous scrub, we can send them one if we can get our hands on one, but I'm not sending one of mine. What are what are the other options? I would love to know what the options are. The, we do the options po- are endless. We, we endless. Do anything. We do a can we do a, a Lalabo Palo Santo a gold candle belly sometimes. Gift card, we do a gold belly gift a card. A Lalabo Palo Santo. We do sometimes that. we do a Santa Maria Novella product. That sounds nice. We do Let's do a gold belly gift card because this person's going to get roped into doing something for this friend and maybe they can, maybe they can spend the gold belly. But these things are not transferable. We want whatever they get, they have to spend it on themselves. By the way, you know what you should do? You should get cupcakes or donuts that say like, congrats, it's a girl or it's a boy, but eat them while you're on the phone with her telling her you can't throw the shower. (laughs) That's, well, you know what's funny is there's a bakery in Minneapolis that's on Gold Belly. I think they're called Angel Bakery. I can't remember. Okay. But I often will send my niece, my nephew, my little cousin, whatever they are, I will send them happy birthday or Mazel Tov donuts on their birthday. So they wake up to happy birthday donuts. Oh, that's very go. cute. That All right, cute. Gold Belly it is. There we go. Gold if you're desperate bad. for the scrub, write into us now that we've talked about it and we'll give you the scrub instead. You better send a thank you, though. If you take that scrub. Oh, that's you know sure. this person will. They were about to throw up. A, that's a, true. This is like this a, is a lovely line, person who is struggling with someone testing their mm-hmm. their idea of themselves. Is there any mm-hmm. way we could just send them some yeah. spearmint? A spearmint gum? No, just spearmint. Pickle Or get the gum. Wrigley's, Wrigley's. So Pickle they can gum. make their own scrub. Is yeah. that where you're, what you're getting at? <laughs> Just let the sit, sit the gum out till it's stale. Grind it up into crumbs. Rub it all over your body. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, Gow, what a pleasure! She Hulk attorney at law. I cannot out now wait to watch mm-hmm. the second episode tonight, Disney Plus. which I will be yes. doing. Yes, every Thursday on Disney Plus. Every Thursday on Disney and Plus. And there's is how a many episodes? Hit. 
Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Mm -hmm. It's only got the most talented cast in the world. It's only got the best reviews in the world. And it's it only, only got millions of people watching. It's the most talented writer in the world. It's and it's only got the top of the heap, Jessica Gao, doing this show. Truly, I had such a ball watching this pilot. I it's cannot wait to watch the next episode. I mean, I'm so happy. Can we just that. have a little fun? Exactly. Is it all right if we have Absolutely. a little fun? Great call. Or does everything have to be a struggle? Can I have a little fun with a little bit of reality slid yeah. under the covers? Pardon me. A little, a little fun humor that's also poking, uh, you know, poking a hole in the balloon that is our culture at the very same time. Correct. Excuse me. If I have me. to watch one more episode of Picket Fences, you know what I mean? So I'm thrilled. She-Hulk Attorney of Law is the show of the year. No doubt about it. Disney oh. Plus streaming now. Yeah. Thank you both so much. This was such a pleasure. Mwah! We love you. Come back to the carriage house. Always. Dia. Just read the cliffhanger, please. Just read the cliffhanger, please. Here we go. Hello, Ronner and Brian. Capital Y. I like it. Love you too. My husband and I are honored to hold the AR Social Club cod. Oh. <gasps> yes, we're sharing. Hmm. I gifted the membership to him, but I'm a stay-at-home mom and have very little monetary income. Okay. I introduced him to the pod, made the room in the budget, and was thrilled at the opportunity to support the podcast more than just Patreon and coffee purchases, excuse me, so I feel worthy. You know what? I think you're worthy, too. I hope you can offer us this exception. As far as I'm concerned, ex- exception offered, but I'm, I am I don't really actually I was going to this. say, Brian doesn't really make <laughs> I don't really have a vote. the, uh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really make the judgment. No, just this, it's just yeah. it's a symbolic yeah. vote. Lucky for this person, it's August. Regardless, so I'm gonna of, let it slide. I'm gonna let regardless it slide. of the yeah. slap on the wrist I may receive, we loved the June box. July, you had me at the stunning matchbox. Yeah, they're talking and, about the matches that came that are beautiful that are right on gorgeous. my bar right now. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. I'm first writing to ask Rana. I don't know how you're going to take this. Are you somehow related to Jill Zarin? Are you friends? Do you give her advice privately? What? The the level of class she brings to the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which she does, is only measurable to the level of your own. She's gorgeous. You're gorgeous. P.S. If you watched, it's a true gift. It is a true gift. Especially when the women gather at Bluestone Manor. Highly recommend. Okay. Well, I... Really, I'm not taking that as a compliment of any kind. I knew you wouldn't. But I, you've told me a couple of times to watch, so it's I'll watch. It's worth it. Don't watch but season one. Watch the Bluestone Manor season. Don't confuse me with Jill Zarin. Never. Okay? Never. No. Second, and the primary reason for writing, this is only mildly Jill Zarin related. I apologize. Ron and Brian, how do I, as a 40-plus-year-old-year-old woman, 40-plus-year-old woman, don't retch, Rana. I know how you you feel about women of a certain age. Navigate my gal pal group with grace <laughs> and kindness and stuff. She calls people you know, who are like 33 and old. <laughs> you know, I think it's disgusting that anyone lives to be over 40, but yeah. I commonly experience silly feelings of being left out of the gal pal group. I overthink carelessly written text message is I judge bad, bad behavior, engage in side conversations, etc. Mm, Am mm. I a toxic friend or is this just the nature of ladies groups? Uh-huh. It would be hard to list specific examples without an annoyingly long backstory. Bottom line, there are oh, five. Well, women. I'll take a pre follow up. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. this uh, we're flagging yeah. it now. Pre follow up yeah. on this. We want to yeah. know the backstory. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bottom line, there are five women with a few decades of history. We all love each other very much. Our husbands are friends. Our children are, are friends. They're our village. We are theirs. Some of us grew up together. Some of us are neighbors. This is like Desperate Housewives. Inevitably, the men and women divide. The men generally have a guy's night once a week, and the women do the same. This sounds like a TV show. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? They're their own little housewives is what's going Love on. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. We hang as a big group usually once a weekend, give or take. Wow. When it comes to planning and communicating these days, this world can be confusing. Text messages are tough. I often find myself frustrated, annoyed, or butthurt. Brian, can you decipher? But yeah, I do hurt. know what butthurt. By the way, I almost think butthurt is homophobic, and I know that's not how you intended it. What does it mean, butthurt? Like, Hurt. It just means hurt, but in a way that like dudes say to each other, like, oh, don't get butt hurt about it. I just forgot to email you. Ew, I don't yeah. like that. I don't either. I don't like it at all. Me neither. Th- okay, and desperately do not want to feel that way. Things always work out. My friends are lovely. They care for me. They can be moody. So can I. We're all moms, all women, all the things emotionally and physically. I know all these big picture things, but cannot seem to shake off things off in the moment. Am I alienating myself by not taking a traditional job and losing my goddamn mind? I feel happy at home and have an amazing life and a beautiful family. How can I chill and be less sensitive and more confident in these relationships? Again, I love you both. Sincerely, do not want to be the drama queen. Well, I hate to tell you, we need examples. Yeah, we're going to need some document. We need receipts, as they say on Real Housewives of Correct. Ultimate Girls. Yeah. Correct. We need yeah. receipts. Yeah. I, well, we can already answer the Jill Zarin question, which is, yes. is not like Jill Zarin. No. Yeah. No. And it's borderline anti-Semitic to ask the question, just for the record. Sure. I understand. Yeah. Anti-woman, anti-Semitic. Right. And people often think, Rana, that you're a New Yorker, which is not true. Which is offensive, to be quite honest. I get it. If you're from Boston, you know. Right. Much classier. Patreon.com slash askrana, arsocial.club. You've got two days. And the kiki's tomorrow or the next day or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's tomorrow. The kiki's tomorrow. tomorrow. The The white party, the August white party, that most exclusive invitation in town that you're not coming to if you didn't sign up is tomorrow. Pardon me. Two more days to sign up for September Club. That also enters you to win the five-minute AMA on the show. Pardon me. Askronacoffee.com. Still delicious. Still delicious. I just sent it to somebody who made it as a cold brew. Blew oh, them, sure. Blew their mind quite right apart. They fancied themselves quite a coffee connoisseur. And they said, I hate to admit it. You're right. Shades of Vanilla is the most gorgeous cold brew I could imagine. Gorgeous. I drink it every morning. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes, dear. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh, I want you to. Thank you. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.